Hey, what's going on, Clipper people? It is me, William the Opinion Updike. And I am Positive Chuck Lockler. And we're your friendly neighborhood Clippers podcast. Yes. Just a couple of best friends and Clipper credential media folks who bring you locked on Clippers. But when? Five days a week, Monday through Friday, you can catch us at seven in the morning. Make us your first listen. Kill some windshield time. Let's dive into this potentially, I don't know, stylistically not pleasing matchup against the, the Washington Wizards. Yeah, absolutely. A couple of teams that find themselves just below 500 with a huge clash in D.C. <laughs> yeah. uh, we're going to talk about what we need to do well to win that game as well as what could go wrong. And then it's my favorite day of the week. It's Twitter Tuesday. Every yep. single Monday, we ask for your questions on Twitter. That's at Locked on Clips. Uh, this one, I you know, spoiler alert, we are going to be talking some John Wall stuff. There was a Bleacher Report tweet uh, that kind of rekindled the fire, I guess, of of what people thought the Clippers were interested in in John Wall or or their interest level. Uh, but we're going to be talking about that as well as a ton of other great stuff, so can't wait to get into that. And then in shavings, we actually got sort of a bombshell, possibly, uh, uh, yeah, update on Kawhi and Paul George uh, from Nick Batum. Also, the All-Star jerseys are leaked, and we are not <laughs> impressed. Uh, so all that and more coming up right about now. You are locked on Clippers. Your daily Los Angeles Clippers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We got to give a shout out to the Locked On Rams and Travis Rogers. Make sure you listen to Locked On Rams. Get prepped for the championship game this Sunday. Let's get into this Clippers Wizards preview. Injury wise, no new injuries for the Clippers. Good to which hear. Which is good. Yeah, good um, to hear. So all the usuals are out. No new IPG. hasp. Yes, no new hasp. The Wizards will be at full strength as well, which is a little daunting. But, Will, let's get right into it. What do we need to do well to get this win in D.C.? So, like, looking at this team and the offensive struggles we've had all year, you know, we we see every game, if not more often, like these three-minute stretches of a quarter where we're not scoring. Yes. Looking at the matchup against this Wizards team, I mean, they have kind of a, a smaller center rotation. Uh, you have Gafford, who's who's around 6'9", and Montrez Harrell, who is generously listed as 6'7". <laughs> as yeah. I do not think he is truly 6'7". Uh, so I'm kind of wondering, like, can we lean on Avica Zubats a little bit more offensively in this one? He's been on a bit Why of a heater lately. Yeah. I think, like, if the finishing is there um, and, you know, we like the matchup, why not just lean into it a little bit more? Yeah, I'm fully on board with that. Um, and kind of going to the Trez stuff, we know what Trez can't deal with, and that's size. Like. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. And I, I, you know, I think that winning the Montrez Harrell minutes is something that this team should do. Yes. We are well aware, Tyloo is well aware of his, uh, you know, his defensive struggles, sure. uh, inabilities, whatever yeah. you want to call them. Good dude, but, you know. Uh, yeah, they're real. And, you know, we probably should be targeting him on that for yeah. for old time's sake. Definitely. Um, containing Bradley Beal, I mean, basically have to do that in this game. And this begs the question is, is Bradley Beal the best player in this game between the two teams? Uh, the single best offensive player for sure. Yes. So uh, it just depends on how you value offense over complete like lack exactly. of defense. Exactly. So, and like that's what's kind of frustrating because this is what decides games when the Clippers have two other stars out is how many people are better than everyone on the Clippers. And there's really only one offensively, yeah, which is Bradley Beal, I think. So I'm excited to see our wings kind of switch around on him and throw different looks. We know Ty is going to bring that. No Batum is going to make his life difficult. Really hope Mook can do his thing as well. And I'm also kind of looking forward to Terrence Mann getting some time on Bradley Beal. Um, 
it's going to be interesting what matchups the Wizards try and get for Bradley Beal um, on the offensive end. So, yeah, I'm excited because this feels just like the biggest thing we got to worry about. Uh, yeah, for sure. I mean, like, they have some other guys which, which we'll talk about and what could go wrong. But mm-hmm. one more thing we need to do well, and, you know, it's what <laughs> it's not necessarily doing so much as what we're getting, and yeah. that is, like, what version of Reggie are we going to get in this sure. run? Yeah, absolutely. Him and Zoo crushing it lately. Um, Kennard's been on a nice little kind of upswing. Yeah, had a rough game when he first came back from Hasp and then had an okay game and had a great game last time out. Um, I'm really hoping we can hit the free throws that we will be getting. Opponents of the Wizards take the fifth most free throw attempts in the league. I'm past the point of hoping that the Clippers can take advantage of being in the bonus. I just don't need to go chasing waterfalls anymore. Yeah, um, no. But yeah, it's. I just hope we see guys hit close to our eighth best free throw percentage, which would be different from what happened Um in the garden recently. Uh, also, one thing we can talk about, who do we think gets the second half center minutes between Serge and Hart? Um, difficult to say. I mean, like Serge, you it's know. It's not like the, f- the Wizards have a super brutal defense that's going to be like stifling either guy. Yeah, I, th- I think that this is a really good one that just, it, it, it can be based on need because yeah. they don't have a stopper in the front court for Isaiah Hartenstein. Yeah. And, you know, I do think that Serge could provide some resistance to Montrezl Harrell d- depending on, you know, how he's looking on the court. Yeah, that's a good call. Um, So what could go wrong in this game? How could we let this one slip away? Uh, Man, like, so looking at these two teams stylistically, you alluded to it earlier, but... You know, the Wizards attempt a lot of their points in the paint. Yeah. Uh, and paint defense has been a struggle for this Clippers team. Sure. The Wizards are currently attempting the third highest percentage of the total field goals in the paint. Damn. Nearly 48% of their field Living goals in that paint. occur in the paint. Yeah. Um, so, like, they are a, kind of a poor offensive rebounding team, which does kind of, which does benefit the Clippers in terms yeah. of offensive rebounding percentage. Um, they're actually only one spot worse than the Clippers. <laughs> yeah. So on the offensive glass, this uh, this this could be a bit of a difference maker. Uh, we'll we'll see how that one goes. What what else do you think could go wrong in this one? It's funny you mentioned their shots in the paint because if you look at their shooting from outside from three, it is so bad. Yeah. They don't attempt very many, and they don't shoot them at a like I think it's like a bottom five clip from yes. two. So yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I mentioned that we'll get free throws. Um, the Wizards also take a ton of free throws. They take 22 per game, which is borderline top five in the NBA. We've seen us kind of get randomly foul happy. Yes. Like we saw Justice get three in the third, I think a couple games ago, just immediately putting the team in the bonus. Like we just can't give these guys chances, especially during a scoring drought, which is kind of inevitable. It feels like with these Clippers. So yeah, just, just don't send them to the line too much because they will get to the line. We just got to manage that. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, luckily, they will also be sending us to the line. At yeah, a, a, it's a trade-off. It's a pretty similar rate. Um, you know, we, we talked a little bit about Bradley Beal most likely being the best sort of player in this uh, in this game. But this is a team that does have some offensive weapons. I, I mean, like, overall, this offense isn't anything to write home about. They are, however, <laughs> top 10 in field goal percentage. Uh, so it's definitely a team that can punish you. Yeah. I mean, Kuzma has turned into, like, nearly a double-double guy. Yeah. He's, he's good for, like, 16 <laughs> points, nine boards. Um, 
You know, and if KCP is spacing the floor, who is their best shooter and like currently? A, and not even like just like the best shooter on a bad team, a legitimately good shooter. Oh, year. I mean, he's yeah. been a, he's you know he's been a floor spacer. That you know that was his role on the Lakers, and he, he's hitting thirty seven percent of his three point attempts on six a game. So legit sample Le size, yeah, legit absolutely. shooter. Um, it's just yeah, no one else is really even in the high thirties who Damn. plays a lot of you know like rotation minutes. Sure. That's a good um, call. So yeah, it's it's difficult. I I don't know who do you think could be the guy for the Wizards in this one. It's I don't know. They got Denny who can like he can't shoot at all. He's at like thirty percent from three. And they're like playing him. He's in their rotation chart as like a small forward. So I'm kind of interested to see who he ends up defending on the second unit. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Rui might have a good game. This could be the game that Davis Bertans gets his groove back. Like. Talk about someone who fell off a cliff shooting-wise. Like, theoretically, the Wizards should have two pretty good shooters. Yeah, what happened there? I don't know. Um, but yeah, I just, you know, I hope we uh, I hope we kind of avoid, you know, that guy going off against us. Yeah, and another thing that could go wrong is, like, we just need to come in with the energy of a team that wants to at least be a 500 team. I think we haven't even talked about energy, but you're right. Like, sometimes it's been flat. I think, you know, the energy versus the Knicks was good. Like, for the most part, like, yeah, there was some bad was, offensive there, process, but there was some sleeping on defense at times, sure. but overall, pretty good. Yeah. Um, but hardest the good. Yeah. Is what we need in this one. Yeah. That one was just another scoring drought that we couldn't get over. But yep. I think overall, like, especially, you know, Batum is a huge factor in this. Overall, it it's looked a lot better on that end, but it's, look, it's a grueling road trip. You gotta, <laughs> like, it, it, it would suck to drop another game that is a winnable game. Yes, it absolutely would, especially considering we are, this is the first game of back-to-back. -back. We got the Magic um, Wednesday after this. So, got to split here. Yeah. At least got to split here. Uh, coming up, we're going to be answering your fantastic questions, mostly about John Wall um, on Twitter Tuesday. But first, we got to give a shout-out to Prize Picks, which has the best NBA daily fantasy prop game on the market. Prize Picks offers more NBA props than any other DFS prop operator. It offers all the superstar players as well as bench guys only recording a handful of minutes each game. Prize Picks offers any prop you can think of, not just basketball. They got touchdowns, uh, goal scored in hockey, all that good stuff. If you use promo code NBA, you'll get a 100% instant deposit up to 100 bucks. The way it works, you pick two to five players and an over-under on their projections, and you can win up to 10 times on any entry, and it's just you versus the projected numbers. Prize Picks allows mixed sport entries, so you can do some playoff football, some regular season basketball. It's always a good time. Don't hesitate. Check out prizepicks.com and use promo code NBA or go to your app store and download the app today. Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy. All right. So it's Twitter Tuesday, uh, my favorite day of the week. Yeah. Thank you. I want to thank everybody once again who sent those questions in ahead of time. And, you know, in case you were unaware, if you want a chance to get your question featured on this show, go ahead, shoot that over to at Locked on Clips on Twitter, preferably on a Monday, though we'll happily chop it up with you any day. Oh, yeah. All right. So let's <laughs> just address the giant John Wall in the room. It's so weird. So Bleacher Report, you know, reporting the Clips, quote unquote, had interest in John Wall, um, you know, from uh, Kelly Eco said Houston has recently received calls from a handful of teams about potentially acquiring John Wall. One such team that had expressed genuine interest earlier in the season was the LA Clippers. There's absolutely no new information in here. The way that Bleacher Report framed this is super just annoying and very much for clicks. Like they basically made it say like the Clippers have interest in John Wall. And it's like they did like ish, but it's just not, it's not a real thing. Yeah. This isn't, a, this isn't even scuttlebutt, I would say. 
Yeah, I mean, I I think there might have been some interest there, but like, let's just be honest, there's no way to make that financially viable. It'd be a nightmare. It's, um, it's, it's just not possible. Yes. Yeah, so throwing out the financial stuff, we got a whole bunch of questions about John Wall. I, Shelly, uh, shout out Shelly, said, how do we feel about the John Wall rumors and who goes if it's pursued? And then a bunch of exclamation points and question marks. I sort of settled and lowered my expectations and don't want to see too many people go. I couldn't agree more. Like to make this work, a lot of people got to go to get what forty mil in salary. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot, and I just just know. Um, and I think this this goes into a nice other question from LA Clips Forum. And again, we got a bunch of questions about John Wall, so we just kind of condensed it a bit. Um, LA Clips Forum said, "What do you feel would have to happen for the good vibes and culture to be tested? A frustrating season, a bad trade." So I think the season's already been frustrating from the standpoint of. And I don't, I'm not talking about the play. Just everything other than the play on the court has been frustrating. Yes. Health and safety stuff, injury stuff, just bad luck. Um, Ty Lue getting stuck in Canada. like Stuff like that. So that's already happened. But I think the second part of this, a bad trade, like any trade for John Wall is a bad trade if you're the Clippers. And yeah. It takes, it's taking some core piece of the, you know, the vibe, the vibes away. Like it's, it inherently has to. Yeah, it's it's just it's too much money for us to figure out, and it's even more next year, assuming that he opts into that player option. Which isn't it forty seven million dollars? It is forty seven million dollars. <laughs> yeah, and, I would like, opt in if he, I were him. Yeah, I mean, like maybe he. Well, the thing is, he just hasn't had the playing time because, like, it, you know, in in the Chris Paul situation where he signed for more years and ended up going he that had route, been like, playing, and they just went. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah. he had been playing really, really well. So it's a like completely different situation. I don't know if you could work out like sort of a some sort of back deal. Uh, I don't think that you could. Um, yeah. So yeah, I I don't know. I I don't know. That fit, fit wise, it makes no sense either. The man takes so many shots. Yeah. Like. He's taking that those shots away from Kawhi and PG if he comes to this team, <laughs> which I don't. I, lo- I like John Wall. I yeah. I, I don't like John Wall the shots. player. I mean, I, you know, I've been a fan of him throughout his career, but like, yeah, I I gotta be honest. This is another one of those ones where the fit. I I just fully healthy. I'm not seeing it. Agreed. Um, I don't think anything will happen with that. Stu Quinn asks, why do people forget about Kawhi? This roster is about who. A- <laughs> This roster is about a 500 team without him and limited amounts of PG with limited production from 65% of our salary. We should be celebrating, not freaking out. Our 35% is better than half the league's 100%. No major trades. Also, hashtag zoo locks. Thank you for hashtag zoo locks. We're yes. really trying to get that going. Love it. Um, do we think people forget about Kawhi being on this team? Because like Trent, uh, Drunken Trent also kind of asked, like, do we like our chances of winning at all considering this is the best team in the league when it's healthy? I mean, when healthy, after you've seen from this core, like, I, I do think it's the best team in the Western Conference, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, of course, a healthy, like, a healthy PG and Kawhi make this team an entirely different team. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if people are necessarily forgetting about him. It's just the thing of, like, so much happens in a season. You know, 30, 30 teams, 82 games apiece. Kawhi also doesn't communicate stuff, so like he's not. Oh yeah, so we're not like getting any sort of <laughs> yeah. updates that people can or a timeline that people can like get excited for. And you know when you don't see a player play, it's it's really hard, man. The same thing happened with Kevin Durant. We didn't, fr- you know, like yeah. people didn't think that he was no longer good at basketball. It's just like when you don't see a player play for a season. Yeah. What is there to talk about? Yeah. <laughs> Re- like realistically, like what yeah. is there to talk about? Absolutely. No, you're totally right. Um, and I think he maybe I think Stu maybe means like. 
in terms of trades because I do get that vibe sometimes. It's like people oh, are the forgetting. Fan, from the fan base, yeah, yeah, totally. Like that it's like like that we're forgetting that it's not just PG who's hurt right now. It's that Kawhi's been out the whole year. Yeah. Um, and all that stuff too. So yeah, Drunken Trent said he's trying to understand the tank the season argument. Even if we're a play-in team, if Kawhi and PG are healthy, even if they're rusty with a few weeks of ramping, don't we still like our chances to win it all? Which like, I don't know about win it all because we'd have to see whatever it looks like when they're coming back and stuff like that. But man, if we're, if the only two pieces we're missing, you know, a, a few weeks before the play-in or something like that, or like a week before the play-in, like, if that's you a have, fun time. If you have an inkling, if you have like a scratch of an inkling yeah. that Kawhi and Paul George could return for the playoffs, which, you know, is Who knows? kind of what we've heard. Yeah, it's like, yeah. It, it's a little unclear. Uh, I think you have no reason to tank a season. And the Clippers don't have a draft pick, so they already don't have any reason to tank a season. But yes. if you have uh, even like a, a whisper of hope that one or both of those players could return in time for the playoffs, I mean, you got to get the best positioning that you can. Got to maximize guys, the window. Yeah, to put those guys in the shots to succeed because, you know, a playoffs without either one of these guys obviously looks very different. But yeah, if there's even a little bit of hope, gotta I mean, go I think it. you got to you got to go for it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, unbiased NBA fan says, hey, Clipper Nation, what seed would the Clippers have to be for you to consider that it's not worth bringing Paul George and or Kawhi Leonard back this season? Out of the plan. Yeah, out of the plan. If, like, if we're in the plan, yeah, let's let's ruin somebody's day. Yeah. Per, potential year. I, sure. I mean, this is also dependent like on their like availability oh, yeah. yeah i'm not like, saying as, rush them back yeah like assume, <laughs> assuming that you know yeah. the player is ready if we to go if the playoffs i don't care where they're at bring them back yeah um, like the pg you know, in the cast <laughs> their personal training staff or team or whatever is is like happy with how things have progressed yeah i mean let's like, do it of course why not uh but yeah i mean if you slip i guess if you slip to 11 it's not really even a conversation so yeah it's it'll be interesting um Alphabet Baller ends our segment with how long till Luke Kennard gets back into pre-COVID protocol form? I mean, I think we're already seeing it through, yeah. what, three games so far back? Yeah, 4 I mean, of 10 from 3 last game. I think it was like 2 of 6 before that. And then the game before that, he was 0 for 6, which was not good. But it's been rusty game, okay game, basically exactly where he left off game. Yeah, and I, and I think the biggest thing, too, is, you know, you got to consider with how long he was out. That the, the recon reconditioning was an actual part of him having to return to this lineup. Yeah, for sure. And so I, I think that that is really, you know, that's maybe what was holding him back into this, you know, quote unquote ramp up because, sure. you know, his shooting is not going to go away. And he, when he came back in Denver, yeah. so like altitude wise, there's not many that's a great worse call too. spots to that, come That's back, a great call too. Um, than Denver. Um, thank you for all the questions, everybody. These yeah, are fantastic. appreciate it. Uh, coming up, we're going to be talking Nick Batum dropping some potential Kawhi and Paul George news during an interview with First Team uh, over in France, talking about the, uh, I guess, all-star jerseys that came out. Uh, and yeah, just give another shout out to Lockdown Rams. But first, Will, if I wanted to bet online, where could I do this? Ah, the best place is betonline.ag. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Look, basketball season is in full hoop, and you can track all that action at BetOnline. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and all your UFC, MMA action. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore, as this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs. Oh, yeah. 
Head to the website or you use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus. That's on top of your first deposit. What? Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. One more time, don't forget about that promo code locked on. All right, welcome to Shavings, where we just kind of chop up other random stuff happening within the league, yeah. uh, around the Clippers and stuff like that. So Nick Batum uh, went on uh, the French uh, sports show First Team and kind of had a little bit of scuttlebutt about potentially PG and Kawhi's return. He said Batum is hopeful to see PG and Kawhi both on the court a month before the play-in, um, which is an interesting timeline. He hopes for PG to be back after the break, which we're assuming is the All-Star break, and that Kawhi is working out hard. So the All-Star game is on February 20th, so that'd be like the last you know, week of February that we would see Paul George back. How do we feel about this? Are you hyped up? I, didn't, I had to read a translation, so I don't know if I was as hyped up, if I could actually, if I was smart and knew French. Um, but I'm not sure how much of this is exactly new information, but I think the Paul George snippet is kind of the most relevant part. Yeah, look, I mean, a lot of things can change. Like, coming back from an injury, especially one like, you know, Kawhi's or, you know, if Paul George's tear is, as you know, more sure. serious. Um, of course, these things are, like, fluid. It's a fluid situation. Uh, but I think it's... On one hand, I think it's really good that he has the optimism. You yeah. know what I mean? But on the other hand, I'm also like, what else are you supposed to say? Right, he's like, they're done. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no more. Uh yeah, I mean, the, the, the part that got me excited was we heard some scuttlebutt that maybe PG was going to be back early February. But as we get closer to that, you know, I don't, I don't think that's going to be the case. Um, just because, you know, they didn't really do a reevaluation or anything like that at the three-week mark. Yeah. And now it's been, when was it? It feels like... Well, I think the reevaluation was that it's going to be a couple more weeks yeah. for another reevaluation. Yeah, exactly. So... We'll probably get that. I hope we get news on that next week because that would be the first week of, uh, of February. But, you know, and the Kawhi working out hard thing, we've heard the explosive box jumps. Yeah. You know, from Ty Lue, which is always a good time. But, yeah, I don't know. Some some nice little sliver of hope uh, to hold on to if you're a Clippers fan for sure. Um, moving on to some kind of all-NBA stuff. The All-Star jerseys leaked. <laughs> Man. What an anticlimactic leak. Why are they so, like, perforated? They almost look like a Swiffer. Oh, like yeah. the, the Swiffer pads or whatever. Good call. I, I mean, it just looks so much like a rec league jersey or mm -hmm. like... um, Not yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. What were the jerseys called like in gym class that are just like... Pennies? Pennies. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. It has some penny vibes for sure. I think it's kind of a blessing that PG won't have to wear these. Yeah. You never want to see one of your best guys, you know, not looking solid. And these jerseys are, do not look good. Um, he still he still should get voted in though. That that should definitely still happen. Um, I just th I don't know. I feel like every single person is clamoring for the NBA to go back to having guys just wear their team's jerseys. Mm, you don't think it makes it confusing on the court? Not in an All Star game. <laughs> I don't think you're like who's oh, on my team. Wait a minute, who's this guy? It's all guys you've seen before. Like, I think it should just be if they do the draft of the teams. Yeah, it should just be the players' face, just all over the jersey. Yeah. That's not bad. I think having the you know the opposing the opposing coach should design jerseys <laughs> for the other team just to see who's like a real dickhead um, <laughs> coaching wise. I think that'd be a fun time. But yeah, uh, shout out Paul George. He should be an all star. Probably won't be, which is not Clippers Nation fault. You guys are out there voting a bunch on Twitter, which was awesome to see. Um, let's hope they get this figured out. Anything else in shavings? I'm hoping we get this win in D.C., man. Start of this back-to-back, -back, like, 
The Magic are also a beatable team, but we've played them close before. Um, when my mom was in town, actually, that was fun last time we played. But yeah, uh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, the the schedule sucks. The schedule is still a little bit brutal through this. What would be a Grammy? Yeah, trip. Magic on Wednesday, Heat on Friday. Yeah, who just gave it to the Lakers the other night? Dude, he looks so. And, uh, and then the Hornets, Sunday, Hornets and then the not back to back. A, yeah, <laughs> back to back with Hornets on the first night is not a fun back to back to play. Yeah, and then Pacers the second, but we do get three days off. Um, you know, so that's nice. Yeah, before taking on the Lakers when we're back home and for that's a, you know for a, a couple of games before we hit the road again. Absolutely, It'll um, be good. Yeah, Clippers are gonna be all right. Um, gotta give one more shout out uh, to the Rams. They made the NFC Championship game. Make sure to listen to Travis Rogers during the lead up to that this week. I'll get you prepped for everything you need to know about the battle for kind of California NFL supremacy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's going to be a good time. It's going to be a good time. Uh, Wednesday's episode, we'll have a recap of Clippers Wizards, preview of Clippers versus Magic. Very mystical back to back. Wizards and the Magic? Yeah, good What's call. What's the name for this back to back? There's got to be some Wizards, like colloquial the, Wizards Magic back to back name. The Tada? The Tada trip? Oh, that's a, yeah, that's exactly what it is. The t- we'll have a, a preview of the second half of the Tada trip. What you say Wednesday pull over on Locked On Clippers, and of course, whatever else happens between now and then in Clipperland. Will, if someone wanted to listen to this podcast, where could they maybe find it? So you can check us out on Apple Podcasts. We're also on the podcast app on your mobile device. You can also check us out on Google Podcasts. We're on Spotify. We're on Stitcher. We're on Deezer. We're on Amazon Music. You can always tell your smart speaker to play Locked On Clippers if you want to do things hands-free. Oh, yeah. We mentioned it up top, but we do come at you Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. Pacific. Hey, Clips are still on a grueling road trip. Oh, yeah. Tune in to see how it's going. I think it's going to go pretty good. I have been positive, Chuck Mockler. And I am William the Opinion Updike. And as always, we appreciate you.